Okay, good morning everyone. Freilich and Hanukkah on this uh, Zos Hanukkah, the eighth and final day of Hanukkah. Please help yourself to donuts and coffee as always. We thank Elliot Oswang who has sponsored our year of learning on Wednesday mornings in memory of his beloved mother, Marilyn Oswang Eisenberg, whose neshama should have an aliyah. We're in Mesilah Sesharim, a modern day reading of this uh, book of timeless wisdom, the Ramchal's words, and we're up to the third paragraph. It's going to take us a long time to make it through the Sefer. The Ramchal, uh, last week we spoke about that man was created for the purpose of pleasure. Counterintuitively, we think we're taught as young people that the purpose of life, sacrifice, is to uh, give in, is to be of service, and all of that's true. But the reason it's true is because nothing gives greater pleasure in life than getting high on Hashem. The words of the Ramchal were, Lo nivra aneg al Hashem. The purpose of our having been created was to get high on God. How do you get high on God? Rabbi Arya Kaplan writes in one of his books that God designed the human psyche that the more joy we give to a person in position of authority over us, the greater the satisfaction, the fulfillment, the happiness we feel. Right? If your boss gives you a compliment at work, study after study show, even though whenever I mention this, everyone present disagrees, but the studies show that at work, over a financial bonus, people would prefer a kind word of approval. The choice between a boss who praises you versus a small bonus, I think a game-changing bonus, you'd rather take the money. But a token bonus versus winning the approval and the compliment of your boss, people want the approval, they want the love, the affection. The higher the authority over you, the bigger the compliment you get, the greater the joy that you have. So if you give nachas to your parents, it feels really good. You give nachas to your boss, it's very satisfying. If you give nachas to the Ribbona Shalom, in fact, the Ramchal comes full circle. He begins the entire book by talking about Lo We were created to get high on God, to feel that joy. And he ends the entire book. Don't worry, we're not skipping all the way to the end. But he ends the entire book by reminding us that the purpose of life is to give nachas ruach to Hashem. We don't think of it in that way. We think of getting nachas from our children, giving nachas to our parents. But you know, God is also our Father in Heaven. He created us. And when we make Him proud, we give Him nachas. And there's no more satisfying feeling. There's nothing more elevating or enriching than the knowledge that we've done something that gives God nachas. So, do the right thing because it's the right thing. But know, says the Ramchal, that when you do the right thing, it will also make you feel good. It's an incredible way to live life. This is the theme of uh, Hanukkah. We're ending Hanukkah today, Zos Hanukkah, the very last day. And it's named after the laning we just did, Zos Hanukkah Samizbeach. But it's also Zos Hanukkah. When we lift the Torah with Hagba, we point and we say, Zos HaTorah Shesam Moshe. This is the Torah. And you know, the halacha is that people point with their finger. There's no makor for that. You're supposed to bow when the Torah is lifted. The halacha is that you have to see the text to respond to the Torah. You can't be texting on your phone or still learning in the Sefer or you have to walk up to the bima if you need to. And the idea is you look in the Torah to find your letter. The Gemara says that there are 600,000 letters corresponding to all of the Jews, which means the whole Aleph Beis in the Torah, whatever letter begins your name, Find that letter when the Torah is lifted and know you have a place in the Torah. Zosa Torah. This is for me. I belong. There's a message. I have a place in this Torah. And Zos Hanukkah, this last eight day of Hanukkah is also, this is Hanukkah. 
I want to take Hanukkah away with me. Aruch HaShulchan writes that during the time of Hanukkah, the Syrian Greeks prevented us from observing Sukkot. We weren't able to keep the seven days of Sukkot and Shemini Atzeres. And in order to compensate, after Hanukkah, when the holiday was established, they made it intentionally eight days long in order to compensate for the eight-day holiday that we had missed, that we were precluded from observing. Which means that the eighth day of Hanukkah, Zos Hanukkah, today, corresponds with Shemini Atzeres. Shemini Atzeres is characterized by Kasha Eli Preidaschem. HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, the Almighty says, seven days we spent together. It was amazing. Don't leave. Don't leave. I'm going to miss you. Don't leave. It was so incredible. Don't go. Stay one more day. And we established one more day holiday called Shemini Atzeres. By the way, what's the theme of that day? What do we recite on Shemini Atzeres? We say Geshem. We go from the period of Elul, Yom Noraim, Rosh Hashanah, Sarasimei Yom Kippur, and Sukkot. We're about to re-enter the world, the winter, to work. Now we've gone from focusing on our Ruchnius, our spirituality, to a life of Gashmius. That's why we say Geshem. We're concerned for our Gashmius. The Svar Makadoshim, the Holy Book, say that the eighth day of Hanukkah corresponds with Shemini Atzeres. God says, one more day, hold on. I don't want to leave the light and go back into the darkness. I don't want to leave the joy and go back into the winter. One more day, take it with us. And just like the essence, the theme of Shemini Atzeres, which is a regel bifnei atzmo, which the Svarim say bifnei atzmo means it's a day that you start worrying about yourself. Gashmias, we recite Geshem. So to the eighth day of Hanukkah is Mesugal. It's an eighth day where it's brought down the Bnei Yisachar and others when we daven for our Parnasa, we daven for our Geshem, our Gashmias. The first seven day we looked in the light, we thought about our spirit, our Neshama, the Ruchnias. The eighth day we're about to re-enter the winter, we're about to enter the, the, the season and the work, and we're able to daven for our Geshem and for our Gashmias. Rabbi Merzov, our great Rabbi Merzov, I heard him say the other day at our musical Hallow Minion, a beautiful idea. The word Yisrael, a Jew, has the letters Aleph Shin, Eish, within Yisrael. Because to be a Jew is to be on fire. You have to be enthusiastic and passionate and on fire. Whatever you do, don't do it with apathy and indifference. Don't do it half asleep or sleepwalking. Whatever you do in life, professionally, personally, and certainly in your avodas Hashem, in your relationship with the Almighty, have a fire burning in your belly. Be alive. Be on fire. Be passionate. What happens if you take out the olive shin from Yisrael? So Yisrael and Gematria is 541. I'm not such a big Gematria guy. Rabbi Friedman would be proud of me. But I like this one. Yisrael and Gematria is 541. Take out Aish, which is 301, and you're left with 240. You know what 240 is? Amalek. Amalek tried to attack us which means cold. We left our Sinai. We were on fire. We are in the presence of the Almighty. We had experienced revelation. There was no doubt that He was in our lives. We were on fire. And Amalek came along, and they tried to douse our fire. They extinguished our fire. They tried to, to pour some cold water on us. We use that word, right? When, when you're on fire, you're excited about something. Someone poured cold water. Don't pour cold water. Don't put out my fire. Amalek tried to put out our fire. If we leave Hanukkah, Zos Hanukkah, and we leave the lights behind, and we go back to the cold winter, either literally 
or figuratively. We go back to the coldness of winter, the rote davening that you fly through with no kavana, the lack of emuna and bitachon in life, our relationships are cold, our life is cold. Then it's a malik. To be a Jew, to be a Yisrael, is to have an ish burning inside, inside of us. So says the Mesil Sisharim, the path in order to achieve our goal, which is to bask in the glory of the Almighty, the way to do it is this world. We just said in Halal this morning, we've been saying it the last eight days, once we get upstairs, a world of revelation, there's no free will. Our choices don't matter. We see Hashem everywhere. We're clearly exposed to Him. There is no free will. Where do choices matter? How do we establish meaning in our lives? Through the choices that we make. And you can only make choices in this world. And therefore, this world is the vehicle. This world determines where we are, where we sit in the world to come. This world is a hallway. It's a pathway. It's a lobby into the world to come. So what's the vehicle? How do you transport yourself from the entrance through the lobby to get to the main ballroom? Can you imagine Nebuch? You're invited to some major event. There's a ballroom with a smorg and baby lamb chops and an orchestra and incredible singers and an amazing event. But you got confused and you thought the lobby was it. So you stayed in the lobby, you're right outside the coat check and you're eating the, the lousy hors d'oeuvres and you thought that was the whole thing. And you never got in because you confused the lobby with the main ball, with the main hall of the event. We tend to confuse the prosdor and the olamaba. This world is just a pass-through. It's the vehicle. You've got to get through it in order to gain entrance into the next. You've got to hang up your coat. You've got to show your ticket, your invitation. You've got to have your entrance to be able to get in. The entrance, says the Ramchal, that we pay to get into the mitzvos. When we live life properly, we make the right choices. Where we're judicious in our behavior, in our attitude, in our approach. When we give that nachas to Hashem, He says, come into the ballroom, come into the main hall. Some make the mistake of spending too much time enjoying the lobby, and they never actually did what was necessary in order to get in. I spoke last Shabbos about Rav Steinman Zatzal, who understood that this world is a pass-through. It's the great story of the Chavetz Chaim, whose apartment was just like Rav Steinman. Two and a half room apartment. Not renovated, not fancy, not upgraded. The most basics of life. And when the Chavetz Chaim was challenged why he lives in such poverty and simplicity, he said, tell me, when you go to a hotel, you bring your furniture? You bring everything you own? You start hanging the paintings on the wall? person said, of course not, that's ridiculous. Chavetz Chaim said, why not? He said, why not? I'm just staying at the hotel, I'm just passing through. Chavetz Chaim said, that's exactly how I feel. I'm just transient. I'm just staying here for a short time. I'm just passing through till I get where I'm really going. So we have to keep our eye on the ball of where we're really going. And remember that while we are to enjoy this world, there's nothing wrong with enjoying it. Don't confuse what is primary with what's secondary. And to live life with mitzvahs on fire. That as we glean the eighth candles, the brightest light last night, all eight candles are burning, to have that ish within our Yisrael, to be Jews who are always on fire and never allow anyone to pour cold water on us. Have a great day. A Freilichen remainder of Hanukkah.